You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. All right, let's get back to some boring subjects. Understand the risk to our country. Freedom brings people together. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to We Are Libertarians. My name is Chris Spangle. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, and I have no idea what episode number this is. We've got our good friend Nick in from Philly. We've got the lovely Miranda here, and we've got Harry. All that after this break. I've got everything so loud, no one can hear anything, including myself. So we'll be right back. Warning, this show is for adults, produced by semi-adults. So the language is sometimes strong and offensive. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh. Welcome to We Are Libertarians, where our goal is to help you sound smarter while talking to your friends. We examine current events from a libertarian perspective while treating modern politics with all of the irreverence it deserves. There has been lie after lie. We toss out the screaming heads, put people before political parties, and give context to the news to make you think. Now, here's our host, a 15-year veteran of politics and media, Chris Spangle. All right. Welcome to the show. Let me turn this down. My name is Chris Spangle, as you heard. I'm the host of this here podcast. This here. Very, very excited to be back. Um, we, uh, Harry Price, my co-host is here. Harry, how are you? Going good, going good. Uh, we, when was the last time we, we, you and I podcasted together? Been almost a month since I, I was the last time I went to California. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been almost two, I know. two and a half weeks. Feels like forever. Uh, and our guest, Nick, in from Philadelphia, we're not mentioning his last name because he doesn't the want... witness protection. He, right. He doesn't yes. want to be associated with us. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> That is Miranda Barnett. Miranda, how are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm just turning your mic up so everybody can hear your lovely hear voice. Me. Uh, and then Nick, uh, you are in from Philadelphia. You've been a longtime listener since when? Uh, 2015? 2014? 2014? Right after your divorce. <laughs> like during... Yes. Like, Sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. He, he got here. We wa- all liked him better after that. Yeah. I didn't know him before. Here's the thing. Uh, he, he became wa- cool. Yeah. Nick showed up 20 minutes early. No, th- almost 30 minutes early. Yeah, apparently you don't have traffic in Indianapolis. Which is hilarious, because he got here and he goes, hey, uh, I, the doorbell rang at nine at uh, 6.20, and I was like, oh, man, I haven't cleaned the toilet yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's okay. Yeah, so I, I've cleaned it now, so oh. feel free to go to the restroom, Miranda. There's no... I was going to judge you, but it's fine. There's no aids in there. I've, I've cleaned it all up. <laughs> Um, Nick, you you were surprised that Indianapolis does not have traffic. Uh, I looked on Google Maps and it said 15 minutes, and I was like, eh, I'll, I'll give it a good half hour because there's probably rush hour traffic, and no, it's 14 minutes to get here. Yeah. So, yeah no, Google uh, Maps gives you the accurate time. Yeah. And here's the thing that people don't realize about like Indianapolis. Like Harry, every week, is like, oh, there's so much traffic to get here. But like, you're from Philadelphia. What's traffic like in Philly? Uh, it takes me about an hour and a th- 15 minutes, hour and a half to get to work. How far is the the commute? Three miles? No. No, I actually commute from about, uh, it's about a 40 mile commute because uh, 
my family is in Lehigh Valley, so okay. we're happy there, and so my wife's happy there. But uh, I got to travel. Yeah, which we live where my wife wants. She's happy, which right. means I'm happy. Right. Yes. She works about five minutes down the road, and we're in a good school district, so. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's right. Uh, Harry, I believe that you owe our... Now, Nick was so nice. He showed up. He said, what's the best pizza place by you? I said, hands down, it's Brozini's. You just sampled the pizza. How was it, Miranda? Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was like a meat party in my mouth. <laughs> It it was wow. a, it was a meat lovers pizza. Do you have girls like Miranda in Philadelphia? More than you can count. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch. No, you're not. You're very I'm special. You're very special. And uh, you know, he showed up. He's like, I want to do something nice for the cast of We're Libertarians. I've been a long time fan of the show. Fanboy. I want to. He walked in. He immediately went, "Wow, I can't believe this is in your apartment." Is yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the pizza. I didn't You're even welcome. know. That was and, uh, thank you for the pizza. Back there too. Uh, I'm trying to not be fatter than I already am. But you look lovely. Thanks. I was nurturing an eating disorder, but that pizza broke me. <laughs> <laughs> she. <laughs> that's not funny, Harry. Uh, and it, it is good. Go have a second piece. I will at some point, but I'm not going to stuff my face in front of everyone without a donation to the We Are Libertarians <laughs> yes, PayPal. Pa- trust me, pa- Patreon's taken a hit the last two months, which we'll get to why. Uh, but we're Just in cash. So what was it like when you walked in for the first time to the glamorous We Are Libertarian Studios? Uh, it was surreal. It's like I've been listening to this podcast for the past five years, and I finally met my hero, so uh it's Mar- like Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, Miranda. He did ask where Greg was. I was like, funny story. About that. <laughs> I had a single tear. So. He had he said, Where's Greg at? Can I talk to him? I said, I don't think he has my number. <laughs> they don't have phones in hell. <laughs> uh, so now we, we take a nice tack towards our former co host. Yeah, no, I just you know me, I just like to be a smart ass when I can. It was actually nothing personal. I saw him at my gym recently. I didn't say hi or anything. Right. But I also didn't burn him down, so it's fine. That's see, that's all that's growth. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. But I if I saw my former roommate ex friend Oh yes, be another story. The cause. Oh yeah, I like to call her the cause. It would be like girl fight 2019, <laughs> but it wouldn't be that much of a fight because it'd just be me whipping someone's ass. So many allegedly, uh, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't it weird when you meet somebody? Now, who was your who's your hero? Let me just ask. Oh that. my gosh, Is you it? want me to say you? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say me. Oh, okay, say it. I want to hear. Uh, it. I mean, you. And Dave Smith are probably the two podcasts that I really got into when I became a libertarian. So. Oh, that's so nice. That's, yeah. I was hoping for comedic purposes you were going to say Harry, but I'm touched that oh. you actually said me. <laughs> <laughs> for comedic purposes. Or if you would have said Greg, that would have been real that funny. That would have been funnier. That would have been funnier than yep. shit. Right. Yeah. Walk in here, where's Greg? And then followed up by, I've listened since your wife left you. <laughs> it's been quite a fun afternoon. Now, how many vaccines did you get, Nick? Uh, all of them. <laughs> right. Um, but isn't it funny when you meet somebody? So I've, I've listened to a ton of radio, a ton of podcasts, and you meet somebody that you've listened to for a long time. Like I had this with Mark Claire. Like Mark and I have been good friends for a long time. Everyone should listen to the Lions of Liberty podcast as well as the Johnny, you know, Johnny Rockets uh, Blast Off podcast. Not as good. Lava Flow with not as good with Roger Paxton. Um, we love those guys. We support their podcast and ask everybody to listen to their shows. But I met Mark Claire for the first time, and 
the noise coming out of his face sounded familiar, but the face from which it was coming really seemed odd to me. And I've had that experience with a lot of people before. Like, was it weird when you walked in and I started talking and you heard my voice, but you put a face to it for the first time? You're actually a human being. Right. It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't play one on the internet. So I, I see why that's weird. Um, so, And his hair has more volume in person, too. This is true. Than you're used Very to impressive. And the yeah. beard. Isn't it? Isn't it my hair a work of art? Yes, yeah. it really is. Almost as good as Donald Trump's. <laughs> Did you ever know <laughs> that you're my hero? Well, here's the thing, Nick. You've listened for a long time. Uh, I used to be really ugly. No, I'm just ugly now. You were just chunkier before, but now you're just a beautiful work of art. Thank you. I was very obese, 330 pounds. Yeah, you look great now. I had a buzz cut. That was not good hair. Bad glasses. No yeah, beard. Bad glasses. No beard. You met me at my hot. We met when yeah. we first met Harry. I was a very high, very fat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, there was that no, YAL conference. Super nerdy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Galt was pulling more um, chicks at that time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Aww. It was awful. Yeah. So uh, Harry, but Harry Same was shoes. Harry um, was very rude to you, Nick. Now, not that rude. He was rude. We had a nice conversation in the car. I know. But before that, he was rude, right? Ew, what'd he do? Uh, Admit it. He was very rude to you. He was, he was, so here's the thing. Like, people think that the act between Harry and I, where we get on each other's nerves, is for the air. It's not. We really do get on each other's nerves this much. Uh, first off, um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Harry's legitimately in the top five of my best friends. I love Harry to pieces, but we fight like an old married couple, don't we, Nick? I simply came in, you know, put my bag down, and then orders started coming at me. It wasn't orders. It was, can you do me a favor? Our, Our guest came from Philadelphia. He's been up since three. He ordered us pizza. Will you take him to the liquor store and get the pizza that he ordered for us? Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. proceeded to give me a ration of shit <laughs> for 10 minutes. And he felt like so uncomfortable. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and I had a guest here and they look at me and they go, Harry, Harry was kidding, but Harry made him feel like he had created a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I know. So I'd like you to publicly apologize to Nick for making him feel unwelcome. First off, you, you could have caused a huge problem. Luckily for you, I filled up beforehand. I thought about coming on here <laughs> on a little bit of gas and had a little bit of gas to get home. Uh-huh. So you're welcome that I filled up for gas. Thank you, Harry. S- second, uh, I actually recently cleaned out and upgraded my current Subaru. <laughs> so I actually had room to accommodate another passenger and a pizza. Harry, so, Harry has welcome. A, a beautiful 2010 Subaru Forester. Mm-hmm. Any lesbian would be lucky to take a ride in that. <laughs> Nick, I mean, yes. you clearly love women yes. and are a man, but yes. did you not feel extra, extra? Uh, uh, it was, it was good. I like the Subaru. It's a mm-hmm. massive sunroof. Yeah. The, yeah. The sunroof massive sunroof. Huge in it. Will you take Miranda on a ride so she can stand up in the sunroof and shout, yeah, like clueless. That's what yes. that sunroof is meant for. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> you could fit four that, Mirandas on that sunroof. Oh my God. God love yeah, you for that. It's, it's massive. <laughs> well, Sorry. well, we don't have to do, you know, <laughs> just stop, with the, it. Yeah, stop yeah. with the compliments while you're ahead, Nick. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God. How'd you know that was my favorite movie? Uh, just something told me in your voice. I don't know. 
your whole life, maybe, trying to so be Elisa Silverstone. I don't know. Yes. Um, but Harry, I think you owe him a public apology. All right. But you're Look him in the right. eye. First off, I apologize that Chris Spangle, dear leader, did not pre-plan and forewarn me about any of this before I got here so I could prepare myself Nick, for all these other things I had to do to show up a podcast. Nick, how many times did I call Harry before he got here? Twice. Right now. Is that true, Harry? Yes, he did call me twice. After I was on the road and picking up a phone while driving is dangerous. To, uh-huh. to be fair, Harry being rude is like... Uh, people in the East Coast being polite. What? So. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. So what he's saying is you're such an asshole yeah. here, but in Philadelphia you just be yeah, a nice you, you, It's just it's people being nice in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. Just, I'll admit, you know, uh, most of my family's from Boston, so I get it. It's not even being rude. Former slavers, Nick. Oh. <laughs> it's not. It's not even a joke, Miranda. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you move that mic closer to you if you'd like that. That way we can hear your reaction shots. Okay, I'll get closer. It's not, and the um, I remember like was talking it over to from the uh, Ugandan guy at uh, work that I hired. He's like, "Oh, me too." We both bonded on it. it was great. Um, but yeah, it's. I didn't realize how bad I was at sometimes until I was in a competition at work, and they go. They were like, who's most likely in the office to use a uh, a, a dig as a compliment? That's ah, Harry, and it voted unanimously, you know, and I got that reward for it. You know, it was, I was like, oh, come on. Terrible. Speaking of the office, I got a text from James Neese, uh-huh. your employee. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Miranda, you've, you've made love to James, right? Oh, just over the internet. Okay. And he, he, he said, uh, ask Harry tonight. Why he hates when I eat chicken wings with ranch dressing in the server room. Oh, no. Glad he's called in the server because he kept calling it the wings were so... <laughs> we were doing this server migration at work, right? And Nice has just been just like working weird hours and I could barely get a hold of him. He doesn't want to get on video cam. It's all just like video and tech. It's all just ne- audio and text chat. Nice is, nice is sort of like one of those movies. What's what's the scary movie with the like the camera in the bedroom and the and the goblins are like paranormal activity. activity. Go, yeah. Nice, nice like scampers across the screen every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, just. But I'm like, isn't head? that classic niece behavior? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I decided like to do a welfare check and go to the warehouse and check on niece just to make sure he's okay. You know, I.e. So still working. Yeah. I go to his office. I drop stuff off. He's not there. No one has seen him. So I start getting worried, you know, because it's so hot in the warehouse, he could pass out and be trapped somewhere. Walk around, don't see anything, right? So I eventually this is, like, a, this is a grown man that he is worried about passing out just because he doesn't take care of himself. It's niece. I know, but he drinks so many 48-ounce glasses of Mountain Dew a day. Right, exactly. Out of a styrofoam cup, bro. Yeah. That he yeah. doesn't, he's not properly hydrated. So yeah. you're worried that a server room, by the way, you're in IT, correct, Nick? No. Okay. Not even close. All right. That's okay. Let's assume he is. Let's assume you are. You've been in a server room, right? Uh, yes. All right. Let's say you have. How cold is it generally in a server room? 
I don't know, but I'm guessing freezing. It's very cold because you have to keep all the computers. Uh, mm-hmm. Miranda, have you been in a server room before? Um, no, not a large one. I had a small one um, at Marriott. We had a small little server like closet. Yeah, a closet. Mm-hmm. But you, you generally want a fan and an air conditioner there to mm-hmm. keep it cool. He's so dehydrated all the time yeah. that you're worried he's going to pass out while he's working. Correct. So I go into there, you know, because I first get worried because the door is just wide freaking open, right? <laughs> and on I get close and all you hear is <laughs> like a so grim noise. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, you know, Maybe a server's got a bad fan or <laughs> you know, I turn the corner and there he is, hunched over with his hoodie down, just sitting there with his wings, you know, just French <laughs> dressing going everywhere, you know, and when he finally noticed me and he gets over it like a possum, like this is my garbage. Get back on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh. and he's like, what are you doing in my wing cave? Like, <laughs> server room. Wing cave. <laughs> so intense. Let's yeah. see if we can get him on the phone here. Uh, let me see if I call uh, him. Live. Because this will just be better if we can if we can uh, talk to him directly. Clear the air. Yes. Just glad he had pants on. Oh, my God. I was, that's surprising at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to cooperate, yeah. is it? It's a, sometimes it's off because like a, the company we work at, like he's, he's able to get, he doesn't really have to leave there because there's like everything and he needs to live. The company kind of makes so he doesn't have to leave. <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> you know, because he just like, if I just need a shirt, pants, just go right there. So he steals leave. is what you're saying. <laughs> he's no, he's you could, stealing. No, you could just buy it. You know, like he like uh, when I found uh, the worst thing I ever did was show him how to make a you know, how to buy a cup. You know, and then he purchased and made himself. I'll let him show you his Starbucks cup. What kind of cup that he made? I'll let him show you the cup that he made. Making a Starbucks cup? Yeah, he, I'll let you show him next time you're next to him. Ask him about the cup he made. You know, just he brought it to Liberty Gym. Oh, you guys yeah. came on Fridays. You would have seen the cup. It's a pretty neat cup. Made Paul drink coffee out of it. You guys don't have uh, headphones, do you? Miranda does. Yeah. Share with your brother Nick there. See if he answers. Put our heads together. I, I don't yeah. think he's going to answer. He's probably that. playing some video game right now. Or working. Or working. There's no way he's working. Yeah, it is. Not- I bet if we call on Discord, he'll answer. Probably. <laughs> this is the first time I ever had to like tell an employee, "Hey, can you stop working? Can you go home?" Go home. <laughs> Why does he work? How, how long does he work? He said Just he's there doesn't all the time. go home. Why? I had to get the old uh, Mexican lady to tell him to go home. <laughs> They go, no, 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 you go home. You go, And they just push him out the door. Does your company support that kind of overtime? Is he Sungor? salary. Uh, and it's like, and, it's oh. like, and when I did it, I was like, you know, you know, the, you know. You the, worked too hard, James. Hey, is he Sungor? Who? What? James what? on Discord. No, 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 no. You- oh, okay. All right. Are you Let's trying- see. Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to dox him for sure. Uh-huh. You guys keep talking. Talk, Talk amongst yourself. Yeah, but anyway, he's his joy to work for. You know, he does well with everyone else at the company who like loves popping caffeine pills. It's working like fourteen to sixteen hour days. He what does kind what? Of caffeine pills. As far as I know, they're caffeine pills, and uh, they only <laughs> they work fourteen sixteen hour days, which your HR department hates and try to make sure people work in legal limits. 
Yeah, truck drivers can't even stay on the road that long. Right. I know. Like, eventually, there's going to be some back to, like, coders and IT techs to stop them from, like, you know, like, almost, like, logging how many hours they work so they don't go over, go over hours. Because I probably how all bad code is written. It's just that coder, he's on 16 hours, and he just keeps going because he sees the deadline. Like, I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to keep going. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna leave this up just in case James calls us. We'll answer um now just in case escola job plus jumps in though no and we don't need to talk to paul copeland i don't know why it's so funny to to dox paul and and reinhold specifically <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. because they're good sports that's why um let's see uh miss pat's calling uh, Miss Pat's called like five times today. You're not going to pick her up on the, on the uh, shit. No, I can't. Although oh, if I yeah. did, it'd okay. be really funny. It would be funny, but yeah. Uh, I will talk about it. See, I had... You have to bleep her name, actually. No, not at all. Miss <laughs> Pat, Pat is... We'll talk about Miss Pat in a moment. I want I want to say, uh, Miranda, you, you, can't, you don't have headphones on, but lie. How good does Harry sound on the podcast right now? So good. Like, the best you've ever heard him, right? Yeah, it was very Barry White, deep baritone. Now, Harry is Harry's a bit of a mumbler. I'm what? Are you unaware of this? I am unaware of this. So, Harry, you sound crystal clear and beautiful today. Oh, nice. nice. When you told that James Nee story, everyone felt like they were there seeing Gollum in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As he was hiding in the server room going, <laughs> my chicken. Um... But uh, you sound great because Jason Doolittle sent an, a beautiful microphone, very expensive, uh, very nice. I'd like to eventually upgrade all of our mics up to that. But uh, so he sent that so we could upgrade it for you first. Uh, here, here's the here's the difference. So you're going to steal it in two weeks? No, 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 no. I want to see. Here's how I sound on my mic, and here's how I sound on this one. So oh wow, you see how different I sound yeah. on this one? So different. Yes, thank you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is. Because I have this, see Miranda, I have this one tuned for extra bass, so I don't don't sound like, hi guys, <laughs> like I do in real life. When you walked in, Nick, were you surprised at how high my voice is? No, you sound like a man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Finally, tell someone that. Are you lying? Yeah. You don't have to lie for anything. <laughs> you have to lie. But <laughs> thank you to Jason Doolittle for going to our Amazon wish list and sending that microphone. Usually I cannot hear the difference when you pull up some really weird sound device and like, hey, this is going to make it sound different. Yeah. This, I can actually hear the difference. Yeah. If you were to talk into Miranda's mic, <laughs> Harry, let's do a, a sound difference it. here. Uh, just pull that out, Miranda. Go ahead. <laughs> testing. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. All right. Now, go ahead. Testing. Testing. One, two, three. Oh, it's so much better. Yes. So it's much, much clearer. So uh, thank you to Jason Doolittle for sending that off of our Amazon wish list. Thank you to Ed Brehop. I'm thanking Ed, intern Ed first, and I'm thanking him twice because I accidentally remember. I don't know if you were here. I think it was Reinhold. I go. I think I forgot Christy Avery to thank her. It was Ed. I forgot to thank Ed. So I apologize, Ed. He he had the best time calling me and punking me out and going. Uh, I'm very upset, and he totally got me because he's so dry. I love I love intern Ed. Jason Doolittle. Uh, Ed, Jason, they, they support us at $100 a month. The, same with Memerty Libs, the Libertarian Coalition, Brand, uh, Christy Avery, and Craig DaCosta. Thank you guys for supporting us. 
Let's go into the $25 a month uh, folks and thank them this month. Andrew Bowman, uh, who's one of the funniest people I, I know. Uh, Paul Jonathan Eads Jr., Ryan Lindsay, who has done a great job with the new We Are Libertarians magazine, The Wall Reader. We'll talk about that in a moment. Liberty Memes, the Liberty Memes supports us at $25 a month. Ray Wolf, Mario E., Rob Place, Reinhold, uh, Catherine Iverson, Richard, Jacob Castor. Castoreno, sorry, Liber- <laughs> the Liberty Extract, Michael Schulteis, Joshua Sexton, Jacob Klingensmith, Eric Neff, Rick Irvine, Joey Turner, Carly Ernst, Brandon Kester, Dan Dunbar, Christopher Brokoff, and our good friend Todd. And and thank you to Nick for being a $10 a month uh, subscriber to our Patreon. It used to be 25 <laughs> That's okay. That's sorry. all right. That's fine. We understand. Uh, things sometimes have to change. My wife uh, was like, well, why are you giving $25 to the uh, libertarians when you can't give $25 to our church? And I was like, oh, oh well, that's because we're going <laughs> we're doing not, God's work still. I, I can't even argue with her. Uh, so I understand. And I thank you for all the I'm contributions sorry. over the years. Public Nick, apology. You've, you've uh, <laughs> done a great job of supporting us and you've been around for a long time and, and a solid shit poster in our Facebook group. Used to be That's a solid That's why that poster. name looked familiar. Used to okay. be a solid shit poster. Okay. Me yeah. too. I had to uh, yeah, yeah. Gave up Facebook about a year ago and I'm much happier for it. Really? About, yeah. I mean, I only use it for oh. Messenger. Just because yeah, my out. wife complains to me while she's at work, so. There you go. I have Just to be on it. Stay out. It's, isn't it great and freeing? You realize these, these mics are on and she will hear that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he didn't say he didn't like it. He exactly. just said that's what happened. That's right. He loves hearing her complain. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely. Why he keeps it on. He's there for her. Team player. That's true. <laughs> so no, you got to shut that down. You can't let them complain. <laughs> you got to shut that down. <laughs> we do what we want. I love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, Daddy. I'm not gonna let you complain. Not happening. I uh, do what I want. It's time to shake up your podcast feed, folks, by subscribing to Lions of Liberty, the only libertarian variety show out there. Spend Mondays with me, Mark Clare, as I feature in-depth interviews with great names in the libertarian community and fun roundtable discussions. Electric Liberty Land with me, Brian McWilliams, every Wednesday, your weekly dose of comedy, culture, and liberty. And Felony Fridays with me, John Odermatt, where I expose injustice in the broken criminal justice system. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and at lionsofliberty.com. So let's start with The Wall Reader. Uh, There's a couple things that I sometimes neglect to plug, especially on the big show here, and I want to make sure that I do that. Um, First is the great job that Hody Johns is doing with our debate series. And if you go back in the feed, you can listen to the Libertarian Party candidates debate. This is the first time anybody in the Libertarian Party history has done anything like this. We are talking to all of the Libertarian Party candidates for president that that are willing to participate in some of these debates. Uh, We'll talk about uh, in a little bit... It's given me great insight on who I'm not voting for, uh, but nobody has ever brought this kind of information. And, you know, even if you wouldn't vote for some of these people, it has been a great exercise intellectually in hearing different perspectives on issues like health care, macroeconomics, and, and many other things. So Hody has done a fantastic job doing something that nobody has ever done in the history of libertarian media, which is a year out from the convention doing several debates 
talking to the candidates, giving you as much information as possible. We have reached out to all the Republican and Democratic candidates, including the president himself, and only Libertarians accepted the invitation of a brand called We Are Libertarians, weirdly, but uh, hmm. we we appreciate Hody putting in that work, so make sure you go check that out. You can watch it on our YouTube channel. You can watch it on our Facebook as they're aired live, or you can listen in the podcast feed. Uh, so those are great. And then Ryan Lindsay started Wall Reader, W-A-L Reader. You can get that in Kendall. You can get it uh, by essentially looking up you know, on Facebook, W-A-L Reader. Uh, and it is a new magazine by We Are Libertarians that Ryan put together. When I said uh, months ago, Harry, we talked about how, listen, um, do whatever you think is best for libertarianism and mm-hmm. use the We Are Libertarian platform. If there's something you want to try, then do it. Mm-hmm. I've put no effort into building the magazine other than he being polite and just saying, here it is in advance. What do you think of this? And uh, I looked it over and said, this looks amazing. This looks uh, really, I'm proud of you. It looks good. Um, and, you know, my the way that I handle my contributors is I let them do what they think is best. Uh, I say to Hody and Sarah, Brady Wagner and Reinhold and Paul Copeland and Dale is the exception. Dale's news, so we have to monitor his behavior a little bit. Uh, and but if you contribute to We Are Libertarians, <laughs> I I try to make sure that you get to a certain standard. But at the same time, when it comes to content, there's a lot of stuff that that Reinhold and Sarah Brady and Wagner and I disagree on. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tad Western and Dennis fight all the time. Uh, th- it doesn't matter though. We're all friends at the end of the day. We all support each other in. We are libertarians, and we're always looking for contributors for the magazine, to blog on the website, to to contribute to the dailies, to podcast, whatever, whatever you'd like to do. Um, and our research team, we have a great research team that uh, has been a lifesaver for me for the last few months. But in the first issue, uh, Ryan allowed a libertarian socialist to basically write a what is a libsock, basically. So you hear more and more about this, and so I think people don't really have an understanding of what a libertarian socialist means. And so one of principle number six of ours is intellectual diversity here at We Are Libertarians, and he decided to give them a platform, which one guy just, this Patrick guy just went off the rails about, uh, calling us all communist. And it's so funny that... In a podcast with 555 episodes in our RSS feed, uh, about 10 or 12 different podcasts that we've had on the network over the years, Mm -hmm. at least 50 co-hosts from all the way from violent anarchists like Maya to um, Buckley conservatives like Lenz uh, to uh, anarchists like Harry. You're an anarchist, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just wanted to see. He's so anarchist, he won't label himself that sometimes. (laughs) to constitutional cultural conservatives like Brian Nichols, you know, Gina, who is fairly Democrat, (laughs) you know? So we, we, what we try to do at We Are Libertarians is give you a broad perspective of, of the libertarian movement and its thought from a group of friends who enjoy being around each other and enjoy talking about these things. We have a group chat that is basically like a writer's room. That's just a continuing dialogue between us all. And sometimes it gets a little tense and sometimes it gets a little heated. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we just really try to bring you a broad perspective. And so uh, we think that you are adults and that what we say is not 
the truth or is not the what you ought to believe outright is a better way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. We talk, you hear us, and then you decide what you think is true or not. You fact check us. We provide, I don't think there is a podcast in the world that provides more show notes than we do. If you ever go and look at our show notes, they're 25 pages long. Uh, we cite every source that we give on the show most of the time. And we've done that for almost a year now. Uh, Nick, you've listened for a long time. I mean, in terms of the show from where it was, this is literally the first show I have not prepared for in maybe two years. Uh, And so, and we had some notes, but I just felt like talking tonight. We've got Miranda here, who's hilarious and fun to talk to. Harry's Uh. fun to talk to. Nick, you're nice. Thank you. (laughs) But, you know, in in terms of where the show was and where the show is now in terms of citing sources and and sort of depth. I mean, talk about the difference between then and now. Uh, the show years ago used to just be shit posting, <laughs> right? Just a shit postathon, and now it's um, <laughs> it's like a it's like almost listening to a radio show where it's kind of organized and in depth, and you kind of have your segments that you want to do. Um, so it's it's really grown over the past five years. And yeah, gotten a lot more professional. Thank you. Even though we say bad words. Yes. Well, that's the point is we still want to be irreverent. We still want to be fun. We still want you to feel like you're sitting around the kitchen table or in a, at a party listening to friends talk about politics. Um, but at the same time, we, I was very proud of one of our contributors who got in the group the other day and said, I was at a, I was at a party and they were talking politics. And then I just started whipping out facts and arguments that I've heard on We Are Libertarians over the last year or two. And I really was so prepared to talk to my friends about certain things because of this show. And that's exactly what we want. It's why our tagline now has gone from all the irreverence modern politics deserves to we help you sound smarter with your friends. And it's because we give you a lot of information but at the same time, uh, we do it in a fun way, and uh, we try to give you a lot of different perspectives. You know, we've talked to Matt Cano, we've talked to Mike Shipley, we've talked to these libertarian socialist guys, and it's not because we agree with them. It's because they they are controversial, and a lot of people are talking to them, and we want to understand them and be informed when we're talking to people about these people. It's the same with Arvin Vora or Ben Letter or some of these guys who are in the presidential uh, debates. I personally would not vote for any of them. Uh, Pretty much all of the guys who are in the uh, presidential debates, uh, the guys specifically, I would not vote for if they were on the ballot. But I'm willing to give them a platform to talk about their candidacy because you you might not agree with me. Mm-hmm. If you're a listener, you may not agree with me personally. There's things that are put out in some of the dailies that I personally don't agree with. And it's the same with our magazine. It's going to be the same with anything that We Are Libertarians does because we think you're adults. And too often in the libertarian movement, uh, it is a lot of people who want you to think like they think. They want to tell you how to think. And they don't trust you to make the right decision. So we need to tell you how you ought to think. I mean, am I wrong, Harry? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's majority of the, a lot of the podcasts do that. They just try to like, this is the word that we're going to concentrate. This is what we're thinking about today, and this is what we're all doing. Right. That is one of the benefits of being with the Wall Group is that there's so many different minds, different things to talk to. 
because not every day that I agree with Reinhold. Most of the time I do. There's a lot of things we do. I do disagree with him on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, it sucks, but you know, it is. I think it's like, de- like but, Reinhold and Sarah specifically, like when we're in the group chat, there's a lot of times where Sarah and, and, and Reinhold are on the other side of issues and, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go into detail on some of those issues, but I think Sarah specifically, Sarah Brady Wagner is one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. I think Reinhold is one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who need to be challenged by their way of thinking. I don't want to build an audience that thinks just like me. I want to build an audience that hears somebody like Sarah or uh, Dennis talk and go, oh, I think like them. I learned that with you, Harry. I learned when you started doing the Tuesday shows with me because like Greg and I were always very similar. Creighton and Galt and I were always very similar and we had, and it was always kind of like us agreeing with each other Mm. and we were always very similar in terms of what we found interesting or what we kind of thought and what we talked about. But when you became my Tuesday host, I started and, and you started the discord. I started to see a lot of people pop up that were talking about like things like anime and video games and like, dungeons and dragons and world of warcraft and like stuff that i would never in a million years talk about or find interesting Mm -hmm. the gamergate stuff i couldn't have cared less about but all very it was very important but all of the sudden i saw a group of people that identified with you Mm -hmm. come into the community and it was very important for me at that point to realize i need to give a lot more people a voice even if i don't personally always agree with them even if it's somebody that is a libertarian socialist, they are a topic of conversation in our movement, and they deserve to at least be understood in an, in an accurate way. Yeah. And not in the way that Joshua Smith or some of these other guys talk about these guys. They, they intentionally demonize those guys to build their own brand, their own base, and they will misrepresent what they believe. Mm-hmm they will scream at them because they they just don't they're they're socialists how can you be a socialist like when you when you actually talk to these guys their arguments all fall apart and you really don't agree with them so what more do you need do you need to demonize people to really find them disagreeable and so that's what why we started the dailies mm-hmm. uh we wanted to well, well that's oh. another thing when you boil it down most people like the main reason people have a problem with socialism is the force part and the violence part right if that's not there, then what do you got? <laughs> so we published an article in the first edition of The Reader about what libertarian socialism is, not because we want you to become libertarian socialists, but because we think that you can understand what a libertarian socialist is and not become one and make up your own mind about it. Uh, so there, there, there's just this one guy and a couple people who have just been really upset about this. But here's the thing. We Are Libertarian stands for intellectual diversity. Uh, I would publish something from uh, an actual uh, socialist if I felt that it was relevant to to your life. I would have on, and I will have on at some points, Democrats, Republicans. We have had those people on in the past. I mean, Gina Martinez was a co-host, and she was pretty much a Democrat. And the function that Gina played in 2013 when she was a co-host was a great one. And I think they were some of the strongest episodes in our history because we had a, a young liberal leaning female voice on the show who was, who played the voice of the audience who said, wait a minute, 
all right, don't get too deep on this. I don't understand what you're talking about. And she would have Greg and I argue with her and kind of articulate our, our, our perspectives in a better way mm-hmm. because you had the voice of the audience going, wait. Um, so that is, that is why we published the article. Uh, I would love for you to go to Kindle. Uh, it does cost something because there's a publishing fee on Kindle and we're trying to recoup the cost. There, there are physical magazines that you can order. Um, I think it's wallreader.com. Let me double check the website. I should have... Uh, I was, knew I was going to talk about this. I miss Gina. I do too. Gina is awesome. I saw her in January. She's doing fantastic. Uh, so she is. Uh, she's really doing great. So... Um, now, I, I mean, Nick, when you hear that we publish something like, uh, a libertarian socialist in the magazine, and this guy went in a bunch of groups and used all of his pages that had 2000 likes and nobody saw to, to say, avoid, we are libertarians because they're a bunch of impure assholes. Um, and the problem with, with this is that people never go read the article. They never listen to our explanation. They only see what they see on Facebook. They never click any links. They never want an explanation. They just want to say, well, I heard that one time on a Facebook page that this is that thing. But when you hear the explanation, you go, and eh, that makes sense. I mean, in your mind, am I, yeah. am I making sense? Yeah. I mean, uh, we are libertarians is very diverse. Um, I think what really drew me in and kept me listening uh, was you're a bunch of normal people. You're not a bunch of uh, autistic people that... We say that affectionately. We say yes. that meaning that we... Uh, <laughs> try, to, try to not be offensive. Please. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but it's very real. Um, uh, very... I mean, these are people that uh, I've listened to that I feel like I've met in my own life instead mm-hmm. of people that just sit on the internet and talk about theoretical ideas that have never never contributed to society so very pretentious yes mm-hmm. right yeah i think miranda you're one of the realest people that i know and i think like you fit in so well but i think one of the great things about like the we are libertarians group is that we're all a broad, diverse group of people with different backgrounds. And I think that if you just from the surface met Miranda or Harry or me, you'd go, I'm not going to talk to that person. But this podcast has given us a way to engage with each other, people from different backgrounds. And we found a lot that we appreciate about each other. Right. Together we have learned we are basically all one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) One group of, you know, fucked up people. Yeah. Because that's really, everybody's fucked up. It's just, you know, again, we're just okay with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you were on, a, the last time you were on, we we talked, and that's WALreader.com, by the way. That's where you can get the magazine. Uh, please subscribe, get your copy now. Uh, Miranda, you were last on our domestic violence episode talking about your story. And the feedback that I heard from that was amazing i wonder what feedback you got i heard from so many people i got a great message from somebody the next day going the whole episode was about what are the warning signs what are the milestones that you see on the road to domestic violence Mm -hmm. and and trafficking human trafficking and i had someone say i think my friend's wife is in trouble um i 
I've been in places I've heard from people. I've been in places like Miranda was. It was so great to hear. I'm not alone. Yeah. um, I thought that was just really, you know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it just, it definitely made me feel very good that, you know, sharing my story actually made a difference to someone. Um, I just kind of expected to just be a part of the conversation and that was it. And I really didn't think about really, you know, affecting other people's lives like that. So that kind of made me feel good because when you go through such crazy stuff, it's nice to at least have, well, you know, I've helped someone or maybe prevented something down the line. So there's something that comes from it. Yeah. And um, actually, Lael, um, I'm in contact with her. So I'm going to the victims meeting at the prosecutor's office on Thursday. Um, and I may speak, I'm not sure, but, um, one of the, she said that they actually just had a case come across their office of someone being poisoned and it was like the exact same symptoms and things that I went through. Wow. So, you know, it's just crazy. It, it happens, you know, more than we would like to think. So, yeah, some of those episodes that are titled The Cost are, uh, are tough, Harry. Yes. Um, but the, that's the real life stuff that like what I want to do with this show and I guess this episode's kind of a state of the state because there's some things that I need to talk about in the next segment about what's going on in my life. Um, but part of why we do this show is to give you people to connect with on a real level. Mm-hmm. And that means that, yes, there is the fun stuff. Yes, there's the intellectual stuff. But there's also the really shitty stuff that happens in life. How do we navigate through that? How, do we, uh, how does the government hurt people? Uh, how does it? How does government policy really truly affect people? We're going to talk about Game of Thrones next next week. And I was going to say, can we at least touch on that? Yeah. Well, spoiler <laughs> alert. If you, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, but I think the whole last, last night's episode or two nights ago was like the whole theme of Game of Thrones is best illustrated. Uh, it, it's a great illustration of how power hurts innocent people. And destroys not just innocent lives, but also the people that are in the process of trying to wield that power. And I think that's something that has been a consistent theme on not just this libertarian podcast, but on most libertarian podcasts, is that by trying to use government force, you not only corrupt the soul of the person using the force, but the innocent people that are hurt in the process. All right. I, I don't, I don't For me, it just related yeah. a lot more to my life. But go go ahead. I mean, rela- <laughs> related to your life. Well, honestly, I mean, okay. I love Khaleesi. Always, I have been a fan, and so some people are trying to disown her now. But personally, it's only tied our stories closer in together. Really? Well, yeah, because I mean, again, hello, we're both America's sweetheart for one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but so let's just look at it. Let's look at the parallel lines here. Tell you this what, girl. Do you think you can come next Tuesday? Yeah. All right. You, me, Galt. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones. Okay. How about that? I am Khaleesi. Just throw full that out spoilers. There. All right. Perfect. But yeah, we are one. So yeah, let's let's cover Tuesday? it next week. Okay. Huh? Okay. Do you do that next Tuesday? Yes. Do but you I not also... want to come? I don't watch Game of Thrones. So, so what? There. You're going to okay. learn. We're going to teach you something. If you don't want to come next week, you don't have to, Harry. I just don't know anything about Game of it's Thrones. That's all. It's, I just don't watch the show. We're mostly going to talk about government power and how it hurts people. And how I'm Khaleesi. <laughs> Maybe I'll wear my white wig. 
<laughs> oh my God, I'm totally doing it. Who am I fooling? That's happening. So you want to see the wig or not? That's all I'm saying. What's a Khaleesi? It's <laughs> a, a badass princess. It's a okay. name that people na- gave to their child and now are ready. So. I say keep it. Who is upset about that? I'm sorry, but who amongst us ladies hasn't lost their shit and wanted to burn everything down? Be honest. Sorry. I'll be there. I mean, it's an un- unpopular opinion, but here it is. I mean, I've threatened you, to burn many people's house down. Ge- genocide is. is <laughs> uh, I th- you know, there was just. <laughs> never Don't rise up against me. There was one guy standing. Man, she must be on her period. <laughs> there was like blood falling from this guy. <laughs> all right, I apologize to, was. to no. all the lady listeners. Why? We? It's not your fault. We have a period. Uh, it's you not. didn't do it to us. No, that's right. You guys ate the apple. That's right. We do what we want. <laughs> we do what we want. You're all going to hang me out to dry. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, hey, I'm on you, board. You used that creation story. Anyways. So, so yes, we what, what we want to do is something different than a lot of people do. We want to give you people that you can relate to. I think that's one thing that is different about this podcast that is special about this podcast. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're always the most intellectual. It doesn't mean that we're always the most uh, normal. It doesn't mean that we're always the most pure. Uh, But I am personally, uh, anytime somebody is absolutely, uh, the dear leader character is somebody that I play. I am in real life someone who is very uncertain, very um, uh, unsure. I mean, I think most libertarians, if they're being honest, some days you're a conservative constitutionalist, and then some days you're a Glenn Greenwald liberal fighting against war. Then the next day you're just an anarchist that wants to see you're a collapsitarian. Then the day after that you're a Rothbard anarcho-capitalist. I just find the people who are so consistent in what they believe to be not dishonest, but not relatable to most people. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't disrespect the people out there who, who give a consistent front of like Roger is a great example. Roger's a very consistent person. What he believes he's very, he applies it in a way, but I'm just not that sure. I wrestle with things a lot more. And part of what the show is about is the wrestling of it. And that means we're going to have voices that you don't agree with. And frankly, if you don't always get the joke or if you don't agree with the joke or if you don't agree with the podcast or you don't agree with the voice giving the podcast, that's fine. I don't I don't need you to agree. I don't need you to do anything. I don't even need you to listen. I mean, to be quite honest, anarchy. we've I frankly do this because I genuinely love my friends. I love getting to do this every Tuesday night with my friends. I love getting to talk to the audience. I love getting to connect with people like Nick that I've talked to for a long time, meet him in person. You know, I think, I think for us, uh, it'd be hard. It's hard to get together with friends in your thirties, but this is something that gets us united back together. Cause you diss, diss us every Friday as you drive away from us. It's true. <laughs> I do not come to Liberty and chill. Uh, okay. where is that at these days? Uh, it's still at uh, Triton brewery and, uh, the, our brew is house on Wheeler. No, no, we're actually up on uh, Lord's. Oh, okay, so he was in Irvington, I thought, last time. Yeah. No, that's okay. where we're at, I'm that so awful Black Acre Brewery, which yeah. is awful full of hipsters. I went hipsters. there once. It wasn't great. No. Terrible parking. The yeah. wait staff there did not want our money. I don't know what was wrong with him. It's uh, Jesse Riddle picked it. because your what pants weren't tight enough. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but uh, Triton, they love our money. Um, okay. Plenty yeah, of parking. Um, and uh, there's a bus line next to it for the people who don't have cars. Or don't want to drink and drive. Or don't drink and drive, yeah. That's true there. 
Um, but it's off of Wheeler Road in in beautiful downtown Lawrence, Indianapolis. Okay. Oh, not Lawrence, well, Lawrence, Indiana. Sorry, not Indianapolis. Yeah, so, so you know, we're, it's like you know, you it's off of the fort by the Jackamos mm-hmm. on the fort. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, just by there, it's across right the street from, from the um, Ivy Tech. Oh yeah. Okay, it's right, just not far from me. So now that it's closer and I'm not ugly anymore, I can make it. Are you tired of banging your head against the proverbial wall of politics and getting nowhere toward actually making your life more free? Are you tired of interview podcasts that have the same guests as every other libertarian interview podcast out there? Are you tired of hearing the same news stories that you can hear on the mainstream media? Then you need to listen to The Lava Flow, where we don't do politics and we don't do the major stories that exist only to divide you. We talk about news that affects you and your freedom, and we work to find solutions that can actually help you to be more free. Check us out at thelavaflow.com. <laughs> Would you share with your sister the headphones so she can hear too, please? With your sister? I love how all of a sudden Hi, Hi, James Niece. What's up? How are you doing? Uh, are you on a bender right now? Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I got yelled at for chicken wings today. But uh, some no. people don't understand it. Don't, some people don't understand it. What? What did you get? Who did? You, who yelled at you? Who would do such a thing? An angry, angry black man. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Bardock Obama. Come in, like, see, I, I, I live in a server room, right? So Harry's like, I have an office, you know, eat in the office, but I'm always in the server room. So I'm always near servers and he comes in and opens the door and like, I'm like face covered in ranch dressing and buffalo sauce. And he's like (laughs) judging me. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is where I live, dude. Uh, He looks under the desk. There's like a case of Coke. I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is not a clean server environment though. What if you get ranch dressing in one of the fans or something? I built these things to last. <laughs> like the Iron Throne of servers. <laughs> they, they, they were built to withstand Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, now, where are you at right now? I'm home, but I, I'm, I'm doing something that Harry might notice. I don't know. Like I, I'm pushing like home? gig. No, I, I want to see how much the network can take. So I'm pushing like gigs of files through like packets at a time so I can see how much I need to expand it. Harry immediately got on his phone to yeah. start working on stuff. He's <laughs> breaking it again. He's breaking it again. Miranda's no. Miranda Barnett's here. Hey. What up? Such a, <laughs> such a sweet talker. Yeah, he is. Did I mean, something I'm for just, me. I'm just, you know, just doing what I do. Eating hey. chicken wings. I was gonna say you had me a chicken wings, barbecue sauce. Oh, actually, no barbecue. I want hot sauce and then ranch. Yeah. Now, how hot is your hot sauce, niece? I had. I got two. Like, I got like a, an atomic barbecue sauce, mm. and then some guys like you should eat the lemon pepper chicken. The lemon pepper chicken was gross. Like, <laughs> yeah. the worst. That's not for yeah, wings. Like, does that? Where are the he wings does. from? Wing stop. I think. Oh. Okay. All right. Wings, etc. is better. But Buffalo Wild Wings lemon pepper is really good. Never had it, but Wings, etc. is where it's at. Okay. All right. 
Were those Hermanaki boneless? Oh, Hermanaki. There's an there's that restaurant. Ale Emporium. Ale oh. about to come down by my house. We're gonna Hermanaki it up. Here? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait. They I'm gonna put Herman- one in Fishers too. I just love it. Her- I could just eat those all day. Their wedge. Great wedge, Nick. Anything in Philly is not anywhere near Hermanaki and wedge. I don't know what wedge is. Yeah, yeah wedge salad. Wings? Oh, These yeah. boneless wings aren't even breaded, and they're. Del- I mean, it's the most. It's, it's just, sweet oh. and barbecue. I want and- to just like lay there, and people throw those and slap me with them, like the kid, <laughs> like they do with those kids with cheese. Pull your mic up towards your mouth. That's please. what I want with those. Those wings are so good. Niece, what's the most? Uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done with a chicken wing? <laughs> just eat it. <laughs> no, not, not, not a degenerate. No, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not a degenerate, he said. Oh my god. Uh niece, you're an American treasure. You're a, a you're a 4chan icon. He is. He's one of the founders yeah. of 4chan. Uh and he works for Harry. I make Harry panic. Why? Yeah, he's literally he zoned out since you said that. That's because he's online shopping. That's what he does over here. I'm just calling him out right now. (laughs) What are you buying? He's been buying all kinds of stuff. I saw a wagyu steak and you you bought. He he comes in one day, right? Like because, like, I suck at networking. I don't (laughs) suck at it. Yeah, you do. I just try to I try to go hard the paint, right? I try to go hard the paint. Comes in five o'clock. He's got to pick his daughter up. Comes in. I'm like, yeah, I killed the internet. Like all in this room. There's no internet in this room. I killed it. Killed it dead. Because I view things when I read stuff like going down the list of things. It's like, oh yeah, this will totally work. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So push it through. Then just break all the internet connections and then be like, oh, my servers are okay. So I'm like, we're good. We're good. What is the thing that James has done that has made you the ma- most mad, Harry? Um, let's see. Most of the time, anytime he touches anything with um, hardware or networking, those two things. Okay. Anytime he has to build something, like physically build it, like with his own hands or networking. This usually is just like it's it's shady. I have to go back and go look at it, have someone else look at it, you know, or fix it again. Those those things, yes, those, but mostly those. Like because this, like there'll be four screws, right? And I'll be like, why do I need four screws? Two screws is good enough. There was a <laughs> switch like, just hanging and dangling above everybody's head, just like just dangling up there with gravity. Nice. We were we were talking about the magazine that we have, WALReader.com. And uh, they published an article explaining what is libertarian socialism, and some guy named Patrick went crazy over it, and how dare we push. Now, you are one of the first people to come on. I've never heard anybody before you talk about mutualism, and it's so hot right now, but you were talking on this program about mutualism in 2013, maybe even 2012. Uh, And so we were just talking about the depth of opinion that we have here in We Are Libertarians, but uh, when when you see these guys who are just kind of your typical black and yellow guys who get mad at anybody who is like really at the end of the day what it is and see I want to know if you agree with me niece because you've battled with these guys more than anybody else it's cult behavior they don't want anybody that threatens their personal cult because most people who are angry at any kind of intellectual diversity and libertarian movement or conversation or anything that isn't black and yellow these guys are cultists they don't want you to threaten their whole identity which is being an anarchist am i right or wrong on that no the black and reds are the worst like matt matt Kunal, like he he blocked me because he disagreed with me once like disagreed with me once blocked like i don't block people right 
because it, it's he's like, well, why don't you block people? I'm like, because it's admitting defeat, right? Like, why would I block you when I can harass you? Right. That's that's my mentality. I can harass you nonstop. I can't harass you if you block me. So, like, my biggest pet peeve is getting blocked. So, like, I just lost it. I was like, are you serious? You're going to block me over disagreements? And it was something silly about, like, women's autonomy or something. And I said, uh, I was shit posting. Um, I said something like, you know, I wish women had two vaginas or some shit like that. Just some gross fucking. Then I went into some, like, eugenics. I was told with some eugenics. <laughs> just a tad, a of, just a tad of eugenics, Nick. <laughs> just some misogyny with a sprinkling of eugenics. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. Well, well, it's. I said, you know, we're with. It was during the CRISPR thing. We started, like, you know, fixing stuff in CRISPR. And I said, you know, by 2050, I don't really need women anymore. I can just, you know, genetically modify cat girls and kind of do what I want. And he's like, that's degenerative shit. And, like, that's, that's sexist. I'm like, it's not sexist because cat girls aren't really people. They're, they're like, property. You know, you, you pay for it. You get the cat girl, tickle bitties, whatever you w- want. Wait, what is a cat girl? Like, a woman who likes cats? Like an old lady? Oh, shit. No, like, I'm going to spike. I'm going to spice the, the woman with a cat so she gets the cat ears and the tail. Yeah. Oh, you mean you they, want a woman that has genetically cat-like features? Yeah. There we go. Is that there me? There we go. No, no, you don't have a tail and... Yeah, don't you dare. I do too. No, I've inspected you. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen, I've seen he your He gave tail. me a cat bath. That's right, he yes. Called, he called it misogyny. I call it hentai. You know, it's, the same, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it is. So he gets mad, but I never like... My issue with, like, the black and yellow people is, like, it's, like, fake hardness, right? Like, they're hard on the internet. They're 100% hard on the internet, but they're, like, they, they cower in, like, you know, in, like, the public. So they don't say the shit in public. So it's just, like, they'll say, like, all sorts of shit on the internet. And then you meet them in public for the first time, and, like, these meek people, then you realize they don't own property. They don't own anything. And That's, it's like, you're like gonna 70% get steamrolled. of people on the You're going to get steamrolled if you implement this ideology right here, right, right now. Mm-hmm. They watermark all their memes and then talk about how you can't, you, you shouldn't have IP. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, and, you know, they even hate capitalism. There's certain things I've done, certain things I've done, it's very capitalistic that certain people in the libertarian movement would not like because they say it's cheating. And I'm like, no, it's not. Would you like to, yeah. would you like to admit to any crimes on today's episode? <laughs> uh, no, cause I can't go back to India. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for stopping by the program. Uh, James yeah. niece, everybody. Uh, please try to keep your workspace clean. Take a shower every 12 hours. Eat and your wings. Eat, eat I, your, I, I, I took a shower at work and they got mad at me for it. They're like, no one's ever done that in the history of this company. Like, because we have a shower in like one of the bathrooms. I, I got some Dawn soap from like, you know, dish soap. <laughs> I took a shower in there. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, well, harden the paint, dude. Um, harden the paint. Nice. Yeah. There's no one like you. Well, I got those servers done. So I just like, I literally like big dicked it, right? So big dicked it and everybody's like, oh, this is fucking great. And I'm over here like I pushing massive packets <laughs> trying to break it. Could you, you, know, ma- like, oh, could you imagine Miranda just walking around going, I just fat pussied that. Yeah, <laughs> I, just I did. Pussied it. Um, yeah. Pretty much, that. Yeah, what I do, I just. You gotta go hard in the paint sometimes. You got you know, that fat just, pussy. Sometimes energy. you just gotta. Hell yeah. 
you gotta grab it, right? You just gotta grab, gotta grab it, it big by dick the fat it. Pussy. You don't big dick it, you lose. But I'm gonna continue to eat chicken wings in that server room. How do, the <laughs> nicest room. How do you feel about this, Harry? You will not no, stop. You're not. They're gonna be, I'm gonna get a sign that says no food oh, or drink. You think you're a cute little oh, sign. Yeah. Your, your little <laughs> word your little word document that you've laminated and posted that's gonna it's, stop James Knees. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's air con- it's air controlled. So it's like all the rest of the place is like a hot ass factory. This place is like 65, like grandma's house. It feels comfortable, instantly comfortable. You go in there, there's a nice desk with all the shit you need to work on in there. You just eat the chicken wings. You can open the blinds and check out like all like the, like the women doing the embroidery stuff. It's the nicest place to be. And, you know, and Harry's like, you can't eat chicken wings in here. I'm like, where do you want me to eat it? In the cafeteria with the plebs? How about we address the stalking of the women that work there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's, Port- that's, that's, that's an Asian man we work with. Harry's face. You, I wish you were watching the YouTube if you're <sighs> listening on the air. You should see Harry's face. He just is melting into an HR nightmare. Every <sighs> every minute of this phone call has gotten worse. It started with I'm transferring a gig of packets a second. <laughs> Fat dicks. Fat pussy. I'm Fat eating pussy, chicken wings dicks. as I scoop out the Asian workers. Yeah. Oh, uh, my. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like HR nightmare. But here's the thing. Does anyone even at that place even listen? I should just I should show on the podcast one day. No. No, you shouldn't. No. Just remember, no. your illegal activities no. have not run out the statute what, of limitations. What, what, what you don't realize is like a lot of the upper part of our company <laughs> took off the day after the election because Trump won. There was like two people working the day after the election. Just two in that other, in that other office of ours. Just they were two. partying in the streets or crying in their pillow? No. The rest of them were crying in their pillow. It was just like two people work and go like, we got to get crap done. What's your, what's your freaking problem? What's the name of your HR lady? What's her name again? Is it Big, Big Tit Betsy? Is that what no, you call No, it? no. Big yeah. Tit Betsy? Yeah, no, no, we don't call that. We don't, right. we don't call that. Slick Tit Sally? No, <laughs> right. no, yeah. no. We definitely don't call that either. No, Sloppy no. Pussy Pam? No. I think that's no. what you called her? Yeah. No, no. Right. We don't call that. B- Baloney Barb? Yeah, Those that's right. terrible names to call, to call a lady. We don't call James, James, what's her name? Ro- <laughs> roast Beef Rebecca? No, no. Probably. I mean, we got the meat. No, 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 no. HR people deal with me. All right. Okay. Like, Arby's Amy. Yeast All infection right. yonda. I'm sorry. I'm just very proud of us. Come right? hang out with me one day in the server room, eat some fucking chicken wings in the server room with me. Like, oh. we can just have a picnic. Eric can come. All right. Eric can't kick out my chicken wings. All right, niece. It's good to talk to you. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder you didn't want your last name on this, Nick. Yeah. You know, I worked I worked at the place that I work at for probably four years before I told anybody about the podcast. Hmm. No one in management for the first three years knew about it, at least the first. <laughs> Subway Susie. Oh, uh, good, good I told nice, people nice. about Miranda's World. It related in me getting fired. And really? Then, yeah. Remember Where? That's why I told you to take it down from the Harley store. I did not know that's and why. And then I oh. took it down. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's take that down. Oh, oh man. Ooh. Yeah. Who 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 did you get in trouble with? Run a train, Ronda. The general manager uh, likes to suck dick. Whatever his name was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Well, God, he was a little bitch. That's mm. unfortunate. Obviously. Yeah. 
you were you were tailor made. You were the queen bee. Could you imagine Miranda working at a Harley store? Yeah, I mean, I come know. on. Perfect. Perfect for Harley. Stores. You would rule those men with an iron fist. I know. I tried, but so that's crazy. I, I, there was nothing on Miranda's world that a Harley store should be mad about. Thank you. I can see some of it because a lot of Harley riders, stuff, a lot of Harley riders are cosplayers, and, and yes, they're cosplayers. Yeah, they're not hard but as I fuck. I like to they're wear not- a costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they they fake. They're not, you know. Well, yeah, uh, but and, obviously you know, the general manager was the same. Yeah, yeah, and they and they just, you know, they realize that Miranda's. That wasn't an act that she's put it on for the customers. This is real. And if she said the wrong thing, somebody could get cut, and that was her. But it's hard. It's like Indiana's motorcycle culture. Been keeping me in line. State of Indiana's got me behaving myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing good. But the thing about, like, and if you'd like to hire Miranda, she's a good employee, right? Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, now that the state of Indiana's keeping me in line. <laughs> she's really cleaned up her act. So yeah. uh, if you Are need you to hire, hire a girl out there. Maybe how much? <laughs> how much to start? Uh, do you need what? What are your what's your skill set? Let's. Oh, I mean, I can do anything I put my mind to. Um. <laughs> I think we need someone in HR. Yeah. Be great for HR. <laughs> so you know how the bull, <laughs> the bullfrog eighty nine found us, Harry. How? Uh, I found this podcast when there was an incident streaming on the Facebook page for Chris's other job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That, so the day that job happened, oops, here's the thing the day job that I work for is a comedy radio show it is very apolitical we do not talk politics so to accidentally stream my podcast to the main page was the most horrifying thing like I it was tw- I just get a text from Hannah Weber that says abort abort <laughs> I, I was like wow so it was one of the worst moments of my life I, I it was very panic inducing as we continue on, uh, there's, uh, I don't know what we're doing on this show, but I didn't have much of a plan. I just kind of had some fun people coming by and I just wanted to talk and, and get caught up and not, not do, you know, a, a heavy episode here. Mm-hmm. Um, you sent me a bunch of notes and we haven't gone over anything. We are oh, not- yeah, that's been canceled. <laughs> that's oh, okay. a typical uh, podcast. You'll prepare for like a week on all this stuff, and he'll just take that and a curveball. Remember I told you on the, on the car ride? Curveball. Just curveball. Yes. Well, know? like I, I can come in prepared to talk about Chelsea Manning, how she just freaking just freaking got out last week, or how like Julian Assange is still freaking in jail over some trumped up charges. We don't talk about any of that crap. Well, here's the thing it's my show, and uh, you can suck my dick. Yeah, and I'll watch. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, but that's why we started I the dailies, know more right? More about this car ride. What else did he tell him? Yeah, is it like one of those abducted in plain sight car rides? Yeah. Did he tell you that he doesn't get much from his wife, Harry or uh, Nick? Oh, Nick? I'm not touching. Uh, that. We didn't go that far. All right, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for the documentary Harry's Life 2028. Uh, now, listen. So here's the thing. That's why we started the dailies, and that's why you have, you know, the the. Uh, the low key wall episode that you did a mm-hmm, couple months mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. that has done about as well as any one of these episodes. People really enjoy the low key wall. We did the dailies so you could do topics that you were interested in. Correct. Yeah. You ain't done a damn thing, son. Uh, I've been super busy. Oh, so like the company that we worked with, like, well, 
James is dealing with his other stuff in the world. I've been dealing with the other junk going on. Right. Because one of our brilliant engineers at our company decided to, I don't know, make an account with an easy easy password. I'm not even going to say the password because it's so easy because I already said the password. Password. Uh, Miranda, Miranda, what do you think it was? Password. Exactly. Lower or uppercase? Ah, man, it doesn't matter. Does it really matter? Pass, it's just like John Podesta. Password one two three four five. You know, so I'm dealing. I had to deal with that for like a whole week, and then I'd deal with the emergency office move and fly out to California. You're like, we got to move in a week. What? What? Yeah, that yeah. Was fun. Well, I'm not gonna, give and you- then get yelled at from the sales department because apparently the only couple people that knew about the whole office move was myself and that whole team. Then the sales team got pissed off at me. Right, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there because this is not. This is not. T-shirts are us. News updates. Whoa, 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 right? whoa, whoa. This oh, is- sorry, sorry, sorry. I was, you, <laughs> We're getting you too, let me vent too far into like, the weeds. I feel like this is Harry's work podcast. This is very inside, inside baseball. In, inside God. Harry's workplace. That's thank Anyways, you. Anyways, let's talk. Uh, but I identify with you, okay? Because I'm going through something similar, and I think that it's why we've lost 11 patrons in the last two months alone. Uh, and and so I want to be very transparent about some stuff that's going on behind the scenes uh, as, as we're kind of just catching up. I, I've, I've alluded to the importance of the research team and Sam Schultz specifically and Hody Johns and how much they're carrying a lot of the load right now. Uh, this has been the busiest professional personally and professionally but especially professionally the busiest period of my entire life Uh, so i have my day job that i work full-time that is audio and video production for a radio show so it's basically the same thing as this um there is the uh leaders and legends podcast that is basically teaching you how the establishment of a, a a major city works uh, so I highly recommend that you go listen to that. I'm producing that. That's my first professionally produced podcast. Um, there is the Miss Pat podcast, the Pat Down, mm-hmm. uh, which was a top five comedy podcast, like in the world, uh, top fifty podcast. It's pretty cool to like see your name in the description of a podcast that's in the top fifty mm-hmm. of all podcasts in the Apple Directory. It was a very it's- proud moment for me this past week. You should Congratulations. be Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's a huge accomplishment. I'm doing all the tech for it, but I'm also a co-host on it. I'm the one that kind of keeps the conversation moving, sort of like I do here. And Miss Pat is just one of the funniest people. Have you guys listened to the Pat Down? Yes. All right, what, do you, what do you think of it? Um, one, um, Pat goes, Miss Pat gets into the podcast. I don't know if it's more of your coaching, but it's, she does it very naturally. The whole room does it. It feels like they've been podcasting for years. Even I know like this is their first podcast. This is what they're doing. And I think you've done a great job of keeping, you know, keep the conversation fresh, keeping them moving. And so they don't say he's too stagnant on things. Yeah. So let's uh, here's let me give you a sampling of it. I'll just play this little promo because I would really love this audience to go support me on the pat down, download it, listen to it comes out every Tuesday. It's 30 minutes. It's really funny. And I'm putting a ton of time into it. Uh, and I'd love rate ratings and reviewings. And I'd love to be able to say that I'm in a top the top comedy podcast in America. Uh, Miss Pat's obviously the star. I play, you know, a small role, but uh, certainly do the production for it. But just listen, listen to this. Wait a minute. He showed up to spank your sister 
and he beat you instead? What? Spanking. <laughs> Whooping and a spanking are two different things. Black people don't get spanking. <laughs> yes. You get spanking. We I, get no. beat up. What do you think? A, what do you think a spanking is, honey? That's where they bend you over to their knee and they go. With, like that. with the hand? With the hand. No, a whooping, a whooping is with an electric cord. We got belts. Ain't nobody whooping you. Know, that electric... You beat me with a switch. Shut the fuck okay. up. I got hit okay. with a spoon. I got hit with a spoon. You talking, about, you talking like I hit you with a stitching cord. You did. You a goddamn lie. It was yellow. It was bright yellow. I remember you took it out the back of the Girl, TV. that was a Twizzler. A Twizzler? A Twizzlers are yellow, honey. I know colors. <laughs> Why would you be here with candy? Right. I know. Like, you don't even make no sense. Please tell me you didn't eat that shit afterwards. <laughs> I probably fed it to it. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's get in trouble all the time. <laughs> Beat me with Necco Wafers. Who knew something so sweet could be so sour? <laughs> so uh, this this one we're talking about, uh, the, the one that aired today, is Miss Pat's Meatball, talking about Miss Pat's first period in a while and the meatball that she has in her ass and then we talk about whether the resurrection happened or not uh did jesus walk on the earth so it's we talk about racism it is uh i'm the only white guy i'm the token white guy on the podcast Mm -hmm. and uh it is we we talk some racial stuff but really the whole point is sort of like what we talked about in the beginning here people from different cultures so miss pat moved from the the worst parts of atlanta her book rabbit is one of the best books i've ever read you you go and you you read her life and you go i didn't know this existed in real life and then we talk about some of that in some of the more serious episodes but miss pat moved to she didn't know white people and then she moved to my town in in indiana which which is 98 percent white and two percent muslim and like they doubled the size of the black population when they moved there. Like, and so you have somebody who was afraid of white people until she was in her early thirties, moving to a town where race, because it was an underground railroad stop. The town that I grew up in was, uh, the home of the, the national Quaker meeting place. It was, it was three generations ago, a place that really actively tried to, uh, not, see race as an issue but to to correct the imbalances of of slavery and what was happening then uh and i mean race just wasn't a factor for me growing up i mean harry you and abdul have been like you've been someone that has really helped me understand what it's like to be a black person um i'm i don't understand what it's like but you you've helped me kind of go no it's different for you than it is for me you know, I have a different experience. And so that's kind of what we talk about in the pat down. Um, but but it's interesting to to have grown up in the place that she now lives and talk about it from two completely different views. Um, but and it's also just really funny. Like yeah. Miss Pat's just hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm the straight man setting it up and letting her knock it out. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it, it is hilarious. And other people can come up and have a ball with it. It's it's yeah, it's it's hilarious. I don't know about playing it at work. But for the car ride in, it's perfect. Yeah, 30 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm working really hard on that. The The Leaders and Legends podcast is, you know, I'm going to get to, I, I helped interview um, the lieutenant governor, the, the guys who put on the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going up to see the, well, I can't say this, but we, really big guests. Like all the people mm-hmm. who have been the establishment of Indianapolis for a very long time and I will say that doing that the last three months has been very instructive for me as somebody who has been on the outside 
arguing against the very policies these people are being interviewed about for the last 15 years, hearing their rationale of uh, and why they think they're right, knowing what I have been arguing against has been very instructive too. So um, I, I've also had some, some personal stuff going on that's very good, but it's also taken up some time. I'm not going to go into detail at this point, but um, some very, very good personal things that have been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... I just want to say to the patrons specifically, but our audience, uh, I have been less than attentive to We Are Libertarians over the last three or four months, and it's because something at some point has to give, (laughs) and it takes a tremendous amount of intellectual effort to do this. It takes a ton of reading time. It takes a ton of studying time. It takes a ton of just energy, and you know, there's just been a few Tuesdays where it's like, I'm going to sit behind this microphone and I'm unprepared and I'm going to do a bad show. So I'm just not going to do a show. And so if we have been inconsistent, it is because I have been working on a lot of personal stuff and, uh, you know, I've got the next few shows mapped out. I don't anticipate that. Like I'm kind of past that busy period. Um, you know, work had a few things going on as well. And so I'm kind of at the point where I've had a really busy four months Mm -hmm. that have, changed my world in terms of economics in terms of relationships and in terms of my careers the future of my career in very positive directions and so i am sorry that we have not been as consistent and i have not been as dedicated to we are libertarians over the last four months but it's because i have been working on some things that are very good for me and you sort of get to a point where you do something for so long and I've just been kind of out of gas to be, to be quite honest with you. I think you get to a point where you work on a project or you follow politics and you live and breathe politics and I just needed a little time away and we've done the shows and those show notes have helped save my butt with Sam. Like, but if you've noticed me being a little less attentive to some of this stuff uh, and you feel neglected as a listener or as a patron, I apologize. I really have I have felt very guilty about it, uh, but I have had to take some opportunities that have been very good for me. And the opportunity to be on, for instance, a podcast, a work on a podcast that has, uh, you know, working with Robert on Leaders and Legends has given me a great instruction in how local government works. Mm-hmm. It's put me in rooms with people that are go- are going to hire me to produce their podcast, and these are people with very deep pockets. And it's been a great education for me, as it will be for you, the listener, if you listen to that. Um, and, and and it's paid me well. <laughs> and so my future is to start a brand about podcasting and how to do what we've done here. And so I needed the experience of consulting. And likewise, to be on a podcast that is in the top five, top ten of the comedy charts, uh, I can't tell you what that's going to do for this. And how many new people who have never heard the word libertarian are going to start listening to this show because of that. But I've needed to work hard on that stuff. So I just have had a limit and uh, I probably should have been a little more forthcoming with you guys. But it's just kind of I've been feeling very guilty about it this week and neglecting kind of this stuff. And so um, I apologize. We're going to do more shows. We're going to be more regular. We're going to get back to, I'm, I'm getting back into reading the news and all that kind of stuff because we got to be prepared for 2020. Yes. But, uh, I don't know if as a listener, Nick, if you sense that over the last few months, but I've just, uh, 
something had to give at some point. I think you're being pulled in a lot of different directions. Right. Um, I remember listening to you on uh, Frank Caliendo's podcast. Yeah. And you did a phenomenal job, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, but that, you're, I mean, you're pretty much a one-man show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was, being on, that was January. And yeah. what that led to was like 16 guest appearances on other shows. Yeah. And so there was a period in January, February, where I didn't have time to do my show because I was doing so, mother, so many other guest spots. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was great because I'm accessing audiences. Like I was walking into Meyer the other day and some guy yelled out, love your podcast. And it was a guy that heard me first on Frank's podcast. You know, and he started listening to We Are Libertarian. So, yeah, I mean, that that was a great opportunity. And I, I will see Frank tomorrow and I'm going to thank him for it. Um, and it's just incredible because I remember watching Frank Caliendo when he was doing the NFL, doing all those impressions of Terry Bradshaw. And, yeah. Uh, all those guys. Um, and he's hilarious. So it's just it's it's crazy that you've kind of uh, taken. I remember the uh, the circle of weird libertarians and how it was kind of like a close knit family, and now yeah. we've kind of expanded into worlds that I never thought that they would be in. Me either. <laughs> so it's like being on Frank Caliendo's podcast and doing uh, another comedy show with Miss Pat. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, and it, and it's great for not just we are libertarians, but also for the movement for libertarianism in, in general. You know, also my faith. Like the podcast today, we ended talking about Jesus, and and, and that's been a great opportunity too. I mean, uh, I, I know that you've been busy, so you, Harry, have not necessarily been mad that we've we've not been consistent because you probably want to break too. Yeah, I was you know dealing with just work stuff or just trying to deal with like because i'm still technically went back to school to finish up you know half of my degree program so it was like you know and it's like ah good i could use this time to do this i could use the time to do this or just spend time with my family because you know work and everything else they get neglected because i end up having to leave or go somewhere else so it's just nice just to be in there with gunther yeah I mean, Miranda, you've you've started and closed many a podcast. Yeah. Um, and I like you, though. It's like amazing to me. I've been out at Chick-fil-A or just, you know, a few other places where somebody comes up to me and they recognize me from the podcast or from my show. And obviously it's so it is. It's so crazy because I don't know. You just don't expect that. Yeah. So I, I just want to say to the patrons and everybody, like, hey, if you felt a little inattentive uh, it, from me, it's not going to last. It's just temp- it's been temporary. And I will be quite frank with you. There are a couple times a year, every year since really 2013, where I'm just like, I'm just going to shut it down. I'm done doing this. I've said everything I need to say. I, I you know, I just going to turn off the Patreon, turn off the website, just shut it down. And I always inevitably, like a week later, something happens in the news, and I'm like, I need to, I need to get on the podcast and talk about this, right? Now. Uh, you know, and so I, I will never not do this podcast. We're libertarians, and, and partially what I'm doing with the dailies with Hody and with some other people, Ryan and the magazine and stuff. I, I want we are libertarians. I was so hung. I was so much a Nazi about the brand for so long. I want to keep it very controlled. It's mine. Everything runs through me. And what I really started to do at the end of last year was going, I really just like doing the two hours on Tuesday. And I need to stop trying to do everything. 
And so I'm going to just say to the audience, if you want to do something, step up. You know, Hody, the Daily Hosts, Mm -hmm. the magazine, the Discord, the social networks, the book club with Hody, you know, the other shows. Like, if you have an idea out there, I really want We Are Libertarians to be bigger than me, bigger than just me. Like, if I get hit by a bus, I expect We Are Libertarians to continue. You know, if I get to a point where I can only do one show a month, I'm going to still do one show a month, but there will always be consistent content because we've got great people like Hody and Dennis and Sarah and, and all the future hosts we're going to recruit and, and Miranda and Harry, um, you know, it's, it's gotta be bigger than one person. And so if you're out there and you want to get into podcasting or if you have a podcast and you're like, Hey, I'd love to do some, did my pussy just snap at you? Yeah, I know. I did more than snap. Are you okay? Yeah. Got me. Well, we had a good thing going. Thank goodness we have it on tape that I my property has abused Miranda. Are you all right? Yeah. Do you want to hit it with some alcohol or something? Uh, no, I don't think I broke skin. Yeah, I'm not used to that. I she used... will bite you. Well, see, that's from a bite. Dude, I don't get like the bite. Well, he, my cat, if he gets into this piece right here, yeah. oh my God, he will sink in. Like I would damn near knock him out. Like, <laughs> that is like crazy. Like he can just sense, like he doesn't even have to, like as soon as he clenches one time in that little spot, he's like, that's it. Shit <laughs> 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 in. So, uh, if you want, it's the value for value network and that's really one I want the brand, you know, as Nick said, we've started with a group of small, a small group of friends doing one podcast and 555, you know, episodes in the feed later, we're now something that is far beyond just me, far bigger than I can control. I am at a, we're at a point now where people are recruiting people and I don't necessarily have a lot of interaction with those people and I'm fine with it. I used to not be, but I am now. And so... I really want people, if you have an idea, it's the value for value network. If you listen to this show and you get value out of this show, uh, then donate to the Patreon. That's a great way to do it. But if you don't have money, then share it and say, I really get a lot out of this show. If you have a talent or you have a podcast or you're a writer or you're just an editor or somebody that can uh, proofread stuff and wants to help with the magazine or... Uh, you are an audio editor and you just want to edit some podcasts to take a load off there. That'd be great. Like whatever talent you have, we have someone who is working on a special project, an art project for our patrons. You know, Hey, I get a lot out of the podcast. I do this, this artistic thing. And I think that'd be a great way to reward your patrons. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my yes, friend ma'am. Chad, he can, he does like drawing, like portrait drawings. Yes. Um, yeah, I think we need one of the three of us. Oh my gosh, That'd I'm be going funny. to get him to do. Yeah, and he's mittens. so great. Wow. Oh my god, and mittens. And then I would throw my cats in there, but they're not a part of the show. I try to include them in everything. I mean, Nick was legitimately starstruck earlier when he saw mittens. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. That's the first time she's ever bit me, but at the same time, she gave me more attention too. Yes. So, I mean, it's okay. I- so yeah, if you if you have a talent, a, a, a desire to help, then please, uh, if you get something out of what we do, what we have done, uh, I have a lot of ideas on like basic libertarian one-on-one stuff, or maybe some libertarian classes or stuff like that. Uh, and you're a like a marketer that can put together classes, or you, whatever idea you might have, if you want to, Hody used to do a podcast. Hody didn't have a lot of listeners. Hody has 4,000 people listening to him now every time he does a podcast. Uh, His numbers on the daily, the daily numbers are starting to rival the main show. I love that. I want that. And so 
this is a platform with a built-in user base, and so if you enjoy what we do here and you want to participate, then hit me up and I'll send you the logos and just start doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I will always find a way to say, hey, like there's been one person I'm like, hey, can I redo that graphic for you? <laughs> uh, I won't call them out, but no, it's not you, Harry. But, you know, I think like the Discord, for instance, you just started that and it's been a great source of fun for a lot of people that wouldn't have interacted in other ways. So yeah. I'm, I'm almost scared to change that logo now. I just want I want we are libertarians to be used to build community and uh, without waiting on me f- to give you permission to do it. Just do it. Uh, get in the Facebook group, recruit some people to do some stuff and cool. You know, if, if it's racist, if it is uh, anti-Semitic, if it is uh, misogynistic, if it is if it is something that is generally gross, I will ask you politely to stop doing it and uh, uh, and enforce my trademark if I had to. But and I, I will enjoy it from afar. And I, but at the end of the day, like Trisha Stewart, who is a, a great friend of mine. Uh, we did the episode on why I'm not an anarchist. I did a Facebook live to her group. She said, I have never had more people comment and say, uh, I really got a lot out of that. I'm curious about it. Hey, tell me more like really polite people. And Trisha's is used, used to dealing with anarchists, normally not polite people. Right. Uh, and, um, you know, Sarah was looking at some of her old videos and she goes, I went to look for negative comments from libertarian dudes talking smack about a libertarian woman and I didn't find any. Like, And what we have been fortunate to build here at We Are Libertarians is a group of very polite people who want to learn and want to treat others with respect and uh, I will always make that one of the central tenets. But if you read over our t- statement of 10 principles, you agree with it, you fit in that vein, then we'd love to have you and do things like the magazine like Ryan did or the book club like Hody does. Um, you know, check out the website and see how you want to join. So, Are those dry, boring, run-of-the-mill political talk shows putting you to sleep on your commute or at work? Are you ready for some fun? Look no further. Blast off with Johnny Rocket is a Seattle-based podcast expressing viewpoints of free markets, voluntary exchange, badass music, wicked banner, and of course, drinking. The blast off doesn't shy from the truth, but always brings the party. Let's rock and roll, Raylene. Bring it on, Johnny. You can check us out at thelaunchpadmedia.com forward slash blastoff. Again, that's thelaunchpadmedia.com forward slash blastoff. Launchpad Media. Always launching ideas in your direction. Um, any ideas, Harry, of, of what you'd like to start? Um, I already got my things that I have. My, I think my biggest thing is just trying to find some time. Yeah, I've got my veins. I've got my like. I got my lames. I got my shows. It's just I even got technically a half the halfway. Even got the basement studio actually set up. I actually got my little solo area. Heck yeah, which is really nice. It's actually like I put that microphone in there. It's a nice little soundproof area underneath the stairs, and then I set up a little areas just in case I did have Escola Job Plus come over after going liberty chill. I can actually sit down with him and you know do something. But yeah, now it's just like will. Miranda, what are, what are some ideas? Well, I know that you want to do some podcasting. 
Yeah, I want to do some podcasting. I'm trying to think of like what else. What does this group need? <laughs> Your beauty. That's what. <laughs> Let me hear for you. Too. Your comedy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, I crazy enough was reunited with my my sisters that they were half sisters um, that I never knew I met one time when I was seven right and then my cousin from my dad's side of the family actually works at crackers hmm. so I'm gonna be signing up for an open mic night so Sweet. I'm gonna be nice shit bombing this city with my comedy again <laughs> well make sure you hit up the facebook group the yeah. we are libertarians facebook group but you can join at we are libertarians.com and miranda will tell us when her show is and we'll all go oh, see yeah. it yeah Please. that'd be fun yeah. yeah and you know it's just things like that i guess you know everybody does have something to contribute we all have natural talents we all have you know i don't know i guess just something to connect other people in with what's going on so I need to look more into what else I have to offer. But something like that is a great opportunity for a bunch of fans to get together, go see Miranda, connect mm-hmm. with each other, and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, if you, yeah. you can Just, start, start a Liberty Chill in your area. You yeah. Know. Or Walnut Society. I like walnuts. Yeah. Well, we'll, well, we we'll get there. Grow sometime. the the we are the libertarians and chill that's happening, and get more people involved. And I need to get myself involved yeah. first because we've got a nice big like group of six guys that always like disintegrally show yeah, up every Friday. It's like you know, I feel like that is probably one of the best ways to get the rest of the community involved because who doesn't want to, you know, go and hang out on a Friday night, have fun with people, and you know. Mm-hmm. Just that you can relate to on a level of any sort. That's the good thing about libertarians. I feel like, you know, we all, like you said, it's a very, very diverse political status. None of us are just, well, not very many of us are just like straight one way or the other. Um, we all kind of have something to contribute towards educating each other on different opinions on different, you know, yeah. issues and things like that going on so a lot of people wrote in and said hey i want to start a liberty and chill and then we just didn't get back to them just start one yeah, yeah start, start one send me an Put email ask ask yeah send me an email ask for the logo and write up wh- when where who what how all that stuff i will read it on the air and then people can meet up i mean we had a lot of people who you know don't wait for me all you got to do is say friday nights or Thursday nights or Saturday nights, usually Friday nights at a local bar with food. You just get there every single week. Doesn't have to be a bar. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have to have deal with yeah. alcohol. It, it doesn't even have to deal with alcohol. Yeah. It can it, have happen in your basement. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Take charge and make it happen. Yeah. Libertarian home groups, just yeah. like church. Because like even like the one and um, that we're doing at Drayton Lake. Eventually, uh, Lawrence is going to start back up the Friday night at the fort, and we're probably going to go down to the family fun area at, at Friday night at the fort and just picnic out in front of that where they have all the jazz bands and stuff like that. They're in the fort. so. Uh, I mean, is what are, you, what are you thinking, Nick, other than please, dear God, let me go to sleep? Yeah. Uh, I mean... When you hear this stuff, or what's coming to your mind? It's, it's tough for me just because uh, at the stage of my life, I'm not thinking about how to advance the libertarian party or libertarian ideas. I'm thinking about my family. I'm thinking about my work. I'm thinking about... And I, it makes me feel guilty because I, like, I feel like my, my area where I'm at, the libertarian party is a hot mess express. So I feel like I could do more in that aspect and try and help and try and bring cohesion 
but it, it's tough. Make it a family well, thing. But here's the thing. <laughs> I have become more and more convinced over the last couple of years um, that the idea that we will go out and change the world. I, I mean, I used to, I was talking about this recently with somebody and I said, uh, I use, I got into doing this stuff because I wanted to change the world. And I wanted to change a hundred thousand minds and I wanted to build a movement and I wanted to do this or that. And the older I get, the more foolish I think that is. The best thing I can do for liberty is to, is to just treat people better, to build a family, to treat the hundred people that I see on a daily basis, to talk to those people. Like I, I feel like the idea that you need to go out and do something great and grand and big for libertarianism is a foolish idea. What you can do for libertarianism is understand the principles and live them out in your own life and talk to the talk to the people closest to you about those things. Uh, you know, teach your kids the have kids, teach your kids the if you can, uh teach those kids the the principles of libertarianism. Um, but if you can't or don't want kids, then invest in the kids like your nieces and nephews. You know, I, I don't have kids. I'd love to have kids. But right now, every time I see my niece, I just teach her taxation is theft. You know, little things like that are important. Um, but I've become much more invested in the family that I have uh, and trying to 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 just be a better uncle, a better son, a better worker, a better uh a uh, friend and trying to improve myself across the board and personal growth has really become, I think central to building a free, more free world. So when you say, you know, I don't know what I can do for libertarianism. All I can do is just do better for my family. Like, yeah, cause that's going to make you more emotionally stable, physically stable, financially stable. It's going to make you more free. And if you can get p- personal freedom, then if everybody does that, then eventually we end up with more freedom across the board. So I, I don't think you're wrong in that impulse, Nick. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to bash uh, libertarians. No, no, no. Go ahead. That's what we do. <laughs> um, I just I think we uh, we do a great job of uh, telling people about freedom, but we don't have the morality to back up with it with where a lot of us love to talk about oh you can put whatever you want into your body which is not where i like to focus i like to focus on having a family um being part of a community helping out my uh my neighbors being self-reliant like uh this summer we're starting to grow more of our own vegetables um i'd like to move to root vegetables next year, grow potatoes, grow, just be becoming more reliant on ourselves and sharing with the community rather than uh, having to depend on other people. Right. But, uh, but libertarians in general love to, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to generalize, but we, we love our corporations. Parsnips and carrots. Yes. They're great root vegetables. They're very easy. Have you ever take- had a parsnip? Yes. Fucking trash. <laughs> First off, then you don't know how to cook a parsnip. Yeah, I don't because it's trash. I would never buy one. All right. Ever I, had a parsnip? Not that I right was because you have good taste. Participate in. I right. do like beets though. Parsnips are great. Fuck off, Miranda. Oh my god, no! I'm serious. They're so good. Not, I'm very, I don't like them cooked. I'm really. very passionate about my nights. They're okay, but I 
I love it. Ooh, and I like to juice with them. Mm. Is, it, uh, is this when you're supposed to go to your Super Beats commercial? Oh, sorry. But no, parsnips are great. <laughs> <laughs> be, be self-reliant is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Parsnips. Miranda, I think what you've done with your daughter, uh, a, a strong, independent, beautiful woman. Uh, she's a woman now. It's just crazy. Um, I know. It's it, she's about to graduate high school at some point In soon. In December, yeah. Yeah. What what and I forgive forgive me if this comes across as insulting, but you've done a great job raising her, and you've kind of said if I can just break the cycle in my family for her, and that's all I can do, then that's the best thing you've done for Liberty. Is that you have taken the cycle that previous generations, it, like, like you just said, it stops with it stops with her. It stops with her. I'm going to give her a life. And like that's the best thing that I think that you can do. I was reflecting on that um, just the other day. It's really just quite amazing because, you know, my aunt has, you know, her three children have all graduated high school and had some college. Um, But my mother did not graduate high school. You know, she is a just a total asshat. So. Um, <laughs> she had me at 16, which that, that's not what makes her an asshat, but she still is one. Um, and then, you know, I had my daughter at 16. I did not graduate high school because I was going to the same school as this guy. And I was like, listen, I did not have time for this. I can't just be obsessed with Harry Price all day. I've got to move on. <laughs> right. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I quit going to high school, but then as soon as I turned 18, I did get my GED. Um, but it was very important to me to just put her in a school district that was good and for her to grow up with just the lifestyle that I never had and it has not been perfect and I've not been perfect by any means but it's still in comparison is is quite amazing you know I just I don't know not to shoot my own horn by any means because it's really just quite a miracle of God that I have done what I've done right in my opinion but um yeah, she's going to graduate. She, you know, is not, she doesn't know the lifestyle that I grew up over at 16th and Livingston, just the things that would go on. And, you know, yeah, she just, she doesn't even know that area. If she walked in right. that area of town, they'd beat her down. Right. They would take her little vans or whatever she's wearing, <laughs> you know, her little vans. <laughs> she just doesn't even get it. And so I don't know. I, and I like that. Yeah. Um, to me, that's just, I don't know. It, it makes it all worthwhile, like everything that's got me to this point. Yeah. And it sucks that I did it by myself. Like, I really would have liked to have gotten married and, you know, given her that family unit. Like, that's mm-hmm. the one thing that, I, you know, I like have regrets about is that I wasn't able to do that. Um, but I know how open you are with her and, like, I think she understands from whence you came. That's the Queen's English, Harry. Uh, and how hard it was to get to that point. And you, you go, I'm proud of you. Thank you for giving me what I've given. I mean, I mean, you, you're kind of past the stage where she's moody and awful. I mean, sure. There's, oh, yeah. there's she's, a, you two are friends now. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm sure she understands and, and forgives. Yeah. She, and you know what she does? She's, she's just great like that. And, and it's like some of the stuff that she says and does that makes me realize like, 
oh shit, I didn't do a terrible job. Like, right. cause you're always your worst critic as it is. So it's like, oh gosh, I didn't completely fuck up. That's yeah. great. <laughs> that's, that's one time in my life. <laughs> but like, you don't have to go out and attend 150 rallies and do a libertarian podcast and write in a libertarian journal. Right, and everybody has something different for to office. offer. Yeah, yeah. You, you did something that you had a life, you had a choice I can be a fuck up or I can make a good human and you chose being making a good human. And that's the best thing you can do for, for Liberty. And I think sometimes we're losing sight of that. I think we're, th- we're, we're getting messages of you need to run for office. You need to do that. And but I've seen so not many, everybody. Yeah. I've seen so many people run for office and it destroyed their marriage. Or, and even if they had made it, it's like they don't really have anything to contribute. Right. Like they really, <laughs> should or maybe there's somebody out there that had more i love veep on hbo i don't know who else watches that i i love julia louise dreyfus all the time no i love it but to me that's a good example of not not everybody really should be running right exactly (laughs) you know all right well uh let's start wrapping up this episode uh you know i'm gonna have um, ladies go first Okay. Final thoughts. You know how to do it. Then we'll go to Nick so he knows how to do it. Uh, well, my final thoughts were that pizza was very, very good. Brozini's. Hell Brozini's. yeah. Brozini's. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Nick. You're welcome. So um, thoughtful. So nice of you. Yeah. And so fucking rude of Harry to <laughs> yeah. make you feel unwelcome and unwelcome. Harry's a good guy. You should have fucking rolled out the welcome wagon. Right. You should have kissed his feet. I think I did. For buying yeah. you pizza. I used my gas. All right. Final thoughts, Miranda? Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank all the Patreon donors for making it possible. Keep it up. Love you, Christy Avery, Carly Ernst. Those are my main bitches. Your ladies, yes. Oh, well, and Araya, of course. Aria Torres, yeah. Aria. I know. I always say it wrong. Aria. And um, Ariola. Wow. Rachel. Yep. So I love you, ladies. Love you, Harry. Chris, of course. I love you more. And nice to meet you, Nick. Nice to meet you, too. He doesn't love you. I don't love him. He's a married (laughs) man. We just got... Everybody look at that incel. (laughs) Yeah. We just met. Yeah. Well, I guess he's married, too. I'm not going to throw you down, but it's fine. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. So I hope to come back. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Miranda. Nick, final thoughts? Uh, Thanks for having me. Um... I've always wondered what I would say at this point. Like I've always, uh, wait, I've always listened to like the final thoughts and be like, oh, I would say this during my final thought of this episode. But I, I, I don't know if I have anything right now. But it's just, it's great to be here. Um, Harry, he's gonna be in the shower tomorrow morning and be like, fuck. God. <laughs> I should say this. Absolutely. I should have hit him on the way home. Lined out my libertarian positions by <laughs> point by point. But no. Um, then in episode 302, you sit this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, have kids. Enjoy. Uh, have families. Uh, they're great. Uh, little Jordan Peterson over here. I know. Yeah. Fa- the family is the most important thing. My womb is closed. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's so closed. Oh. It's just, yeah. That's too bad. When you got a kid getting ready You've to You've already done a great job, school. so. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I did my time. <laughs> no. I mean, I would just... I would create another perfect human if i could now because i know what i know but right. not happening sorry uh i stole your last thought it, uh, it's okay I, I love when right like listeners like if you're just like randomly out of the blue like hey i want to come to your but it's sort of fun when you know 
somebody like Nick or Chris Osborne, who was here a few weeks ago, like people that have kind of interacted with you for a long time. If you ever make it to Indianapolis, hit me up. Uh, Matt Geiger, I think at some point may come by. Uh, you know, it's kind of fun to have people who've listened to the show for a long time to to get to come by and and hang out and and bring us treats. It's a surreal experience too. <laughs> Isn't it weird to hear people say that, Harry? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it, it's odd because we just we take this for granted, don't we? Yes, this is work for us. It's like being on your favorite TV show that you've watched for the past five years and all of a sudden you're on there that's funny and then you freeze up was it was it as disappointing as i think it would be for you no it wasn't disappointing it was <laughs> it was oh it was, so it was disappointing a little bit no <laughs> okay. it was as good as i thought it would be okay. all right good yeah, good good <laughs> it's like his wife and just twisting his words <laughs> i mean she would never do that it, like miranda twisting your words right miranda yeah i'm yeah. a fucking bitch not his wife yeah thank you miranda <laughs> take one for the team like usual you're my girl. I really am a bitch, though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I wish, I hope that, you know, uh, Miranda, you do get to come to uh, uh, Walnut or Liberty and Chill, come down to Triton. Like I said, it's a brew house, so it's not a bar. So kids are welcome. So Gunther goes sometimes, mostly while it's warmer because you can go outside and play. They've got stuff you can go outside and play. So you can bring your kids or people who are under 21. And there's juice and sodas and all that stuff and food that you can eat there. So it's fun. So fun for the whole family. Come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out. Fun for the whole family. Come socialize, you know. And you don't have – and if you don't feel that, you know, know, if you don't feel like we're going to just – uh, Reinhold is going to show up there and argue in oblivion with your position. That's ma- not going to happen. How many vaccines do you think he got, Nick? Uh, not enough. <laughs> I love I love Dennis. They so don't much. create one for all his issues. <laughs> but the uh, but no, we've got you know we've got card carrying socialists that actually show up regularly to uh, Liberty <gasps> Chill. You're to, impure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which who just comes in and lo- we love to debate and just to hang out with each other. So please come hang out, have fun, get out of your house, you know, see people, get some sunlight. It's great. I promise. Uh, but uh, Nick, thanks for coming out. Um, Thank you. Glad you got to, you know, experience the worst part of Indianapolis, uh, the south side part. Yay, yay. I got you, live the, in, you live on uh, the east side. Shut your the mouth. The best side. These. And also the second best pizza in Indiana, first being um, Cagino's Pizza in Lawrence, Indiana. I'm going to go with Giordano's at Clearwater. I love Giordano's. Sorry. Stuff that pizza with cheese. Cagino's has got such layer of grease on it. It tastes like grandma's. It's great. Well, my grandma didn't make pizza, but this pizza from Giordano's is like a big ass pie, and it's stuffed with whatever you want in there. Don't it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I will never it's probably a have meal. any of those, but it's a meal. You don't know that. You don't know that. I might be back. I don't know. You'll be back. No work. Work no. might break. Not not a chance, Nick. Okay, you're mine. <laughs> That's canceled. Uh, goodbye. Get out. Uh, did you call the Uber yet? Uh, I'm uh, I'm kidding, Nick. Uh, all right, thanks. Harry's taking you home. <laughs> right. uh, jokes on you. Uh, all right, thanks everybody for listening and watching. We are libertarians. Uh, you know, hey, if you 
you you you can see the archives of these on YouTube. If if you're a YouTube person, you can go check out Miranda's sweet dress. She looks so cute in it. You can see twenty five dollars. If you're into uh, cute black men, then you can uh, see Harry and his cute hat and his big muscles. Don't forget mm-hmm. those bearded gingers. We've got uh, and and then we've got Nick. So we've got something for everybody. Uh, so feel free to watch us on YouTube. Uh, that is my plug for today. Thank you so much for joining us here on Weird Libertarians. Everyone behave, be nice to each other, and try not to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not that hard. Great we'll see line. you next week. <laughs> Honestly, that should be the new outro. And thank you for joining us here on Weird Libertarians. Try not to be such a piece of shit. <laughs>